This week on Lead One, the greater good. Welcome to the Lead One podcast, where our mission is to lead leaders through leadership. The goal is to get 1% better every day. Let's see what Drew and the guys have to say. All right, guys, welcome back to Lead One. We got the crew back together for a second week in a row. Brandon, France, and Sam <laughs> Buck. What up? All right. Uh, so our topic today, of course, naming the episode The Greater Good, but we're, we may be going in a slightly different direction, uh, we'll, mostly along the lines of does, does being good prevent you from being great? And Sam, this topic was uh, near and dear to your heart this week. Um, I think just from some personal experiences coming off a, a, a great week in, in business last week and trying to move, shift the team's focus to let's don't celebrate that too long. Let's move on. Um, I know you did a little digging. Share with us what you found. So, um, like I said, most of, most of my life, I think uh, sports and music has been a big part of that. And one of the biggest parts of uh, – kind of moving forward in those arenas is not necessarily staying too long in one place, whether bad or good, right? And I think sometimes the hardest thing to do when something goes correctly is to not dwell on what went right not and pretending like that's the end goal, right? <clears throat> or um, not having a motivation to kind of keep going. So um, oftentimes I look at um, like sports correlations when you talk about leadership because, you know, it's, it, it's just – I, it's usually more palatable and a lot easier for people to understand. Um, for instance, um, how good can prevent you from being great? And we find a lot of athletes during that contract year when they're trying to get that bread, they play lights out. I mean, they play crazy. The talent level doesn't change for them, but then they have, a, I guess, a motivation to to do something a little different. They're right. Not, they're not inspired, so to speak. They're just motivated for that moment. I so. wondered I wondered too if there's not the fear of loss in yeah, that moment. Definitely. Like they could lose. If, if, yeah. Well well what I'm saying is if you're a baseball player and you're in the minor leagues making twenty grand a year, like you're gonna lay out for that catch. Yep. But if if you've already got that forty million dollar contract and you could, you know, tear that meniscus or something like that no big deal because I'm already I already got the money exactly right. see that's what and that's what generally happens is I was reading an article about the psychology of the sport and how um, fans can usually expect their favorite player once they get that first real big contract that first season after that contract for the production to drop off that's what Dak did right mm, man come on man you get you got a little too personal for us man. <laughs> we're Cowboys fans <laughs> <laughs> but the reality is, man, like a lot of times you get that bag and then what? Like, you know what I mean? What's your motivation now? Um, and so it has to be something else. But the truly greatest, the great, the greats never lose that. Like Tom Brady, at what point in time did you ever see him get a new contract and then you thought to yourself, oh, I can tell by how he's playing his contract. Yeah, get complacent. Then get complacent. Mm. You know, the, the Michael Jordans of the world, the LeBron James of the world, they keep going. They get the money and they keep going because they know, you know, my performances was got what got me this. You know, me having this is not going to automatically give me my performance. And I think sometimes in business, 
sometimes we have that same mentality. Like, you know, people work really hard to not work for somebody else anymore. Like they'll work two and three jobs and, and save up and, and do all this stuff just to, so they can get uh, independent of something or, or get past a certain point. Then they get past that point. It was like, oh, I made it. Or um, <laughs> when you don't work the right ways, like we see this in lottery winners a lot, they go broke really quickly because mm-hmm. they're just not doing anything to maintain it. Maintenance is probably the most important thing. They with, didn't do anything to earn it. To earn it, right? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, it's just like that mindset of maintaining. Like you know how sometimes even good can be a hindrance to great because you think that good is enough. Yeah, you got I think when you come from a place of not having that fear of going back to that place motivates people to keep keep you know pushing forward. And then you you know you reach a pinnacle. But be, but because you reach that pinnacle doesn't mean that you're not going to fall back into that place. So I think those type of situations, like when you come up in that way, it's probably the greatest, you know, motivator for someone to, to succeed. Well, basically that immigrant mentality Yeah. that we talked about. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically. You know, I got also think when you look at the Michael Jordans, the Bill Belichicks, Tom Brady's, I, you could have taken the contract away from those guys, and there, nothing would have changed. changed. Right? It's the it's the those those people have a different. Their why's different. Mm-hmm. And they don't they don't hold on. In my opinion, they don't they're not motivated by the money as much as they're motivated by getting better at something all the time. Yeah, improvement. Yeah. Yeah, that's just improving. And I think sometimes when your your motivation is actually improving on yourself, everything else comes with it. Like it just it falls into place. You know what I mean? You can't be distracted as much when you focus on getting better. You know, we we talked about this before we started recording about, you know, sometimes when people reach, they get that promotion that they want. They 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 bust it to get the promotion, and then they get there, and then there's this, uh, you know, I've I've arrived, and same same thing you're talking about with the contract, or like you said, people that want to work for themselves and they kill themselves working for somebody else to get the opportunity to work for themselves. And then when they do, they work half as hard for themselves as they would for somebody else. I I realize none of us are psychologists and we don't really have a whole bunch of data in front of us here to back this up. But I guess what are y'all's thoughts on when, why does that happen? I think when we're, <laughs> um, this is gonna, may sound a little harsh, but I, I think we uh overestimate our value when we're working to get out of a situation and we underestimate our value when we're working with ourselves. Um, it's like when, when, when it's just us, but the freedom of knowing is just depending on us. I think we don't have that same work. So let me say this. So we're in a performance-based uh, opportunity here, right? Um, a lot of people come through these doors and they don't actually put in the same time they would if somebody was paying them a salary. Yeah. Like, like if they would be saying, hey, 40 hours a week is full time, they might bust 55 on that job because they want to show that they can work harder than anybody else. Yeah, or but, get your overtime pay or whatever. Exactly, right. It happens all the time. People, um, they'll do more for somebody else than they will do for themselves. So they'll get up extra early to get to the get to that job extra early and stay late just to show, like you said, their value. But... When to it, prove something. To prove something. But when the tables are turned and it's time to do it for themselves, you know, they shortchange themselves first. I've seen that time and time again. And it's to me, it's, it's baffling because I always say 
if you're putting in, if you're willing to put in this time for somebody else, why would you not match at the very least match the time that you've given somebody else and you do match that time for yourself in whatever it is that you're doing at the very least. So if you, you know, you get up at 6 a.m. and you have to be in the office at 7, why would you not continue that same schedule but for yourself? And uh, you find that, like, you know, once you said, like you said, once you've gotten to that, to that pinnacle, that's when um, it's like, well, okay, well, you know what, I don't have to be there at 8 or I don't have to be there at 9 or 7, whatever it is, when actually it's the other way around. That's when you should be. So to that, let me ask a question to y'all. <clears throat> is celebration a hindrance or a help? Well, celebration? If cele- is celebrating a hindrance or is it a help? I'm just asking. Like, I mean, you should you, you should celebrate the milestones because. But, but uh, how do you cut that off? Because I think sometimes people celebrate; they don't know when to cut that, cut it off. Right, but there's also celebrating the milestones to just to uh, acknowledge what you've what you've where, how far you've come in this process because yeah. that is important, uh, however big or small, because um, you know, and that celebration could be. Hey, I had a good week. I'm going out to treat myself to dinner, or I had a good week, and I'm gonna go buy myself a new shirt. You're right. You know, I, it doesn't have to be this. I just, this I just bought some shirts, guys, at lunch. Yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't have to be this. You know, this big, huge windfall where you know, you know, there's a parade is being thrown for you. Yeah, but I think acknowledgement and celebration are different, though. Well, I think you just can't let the celebration go to your head. I think I need you to explain that because acknowledging no, and celebrate. Explain what celebration is in your mind. All right. To me, I think celebrating is the big hurrah of it all. Like making making a All right. So, uh celebration to me is uh I plan to acknowledge in a public forum for an extended period of time this thing that I did. Right? And during celebration I don't know any celebration where you're actually moving forward with the next year. When you're celebrating, if a team is celebrating a championship, they're not practicing, they're not getting ready for the next year, they're not training, they're just celebrating that moment, which is which is needed sometimes, right? But what happens when you take that celebration from that day and you say, well, we're going to celebrate all week in France, right? And then, <laughs> oh, well, we're gonna, we won the chip, so when we leave France, we're going to go over to Italy. Yeah, that, you made the celebration a hindrance. At that point, yeah, but but sometimes we don't recognize it because it took. Sometimes, especially when it takes us a long time to get somewhere, I think sometimes we forget that we still need to keep our foot to the floor. And when you ever take your foot off of it, it just to me it just seems like it's harder to get that ball back rolling again. You know, here's we're. I feel like we're going off topic here, but when I think about celebrations, I also think you got to celebrate the right things. And having experience helps to navigate the celebration. I guess what I mean by that is, if we're thinking about it from sports, it's like, okay, you you know, you hit a home run. Well, if that was, if we celebrate that like that was the that's the pinnacle, then are we now we're setting that player up for like maybe a false perception of reality success, yeah. or success. Um, you know, when I think about our business and you have somebody come in and they have a, they have a great week early on in their career 
and we and we build it up or we celebrate it too much, then sometimes it gives them oh like I've arrived. Whereas otherwise, if we didn't, maybe then their perception would have been okay. I mean, sure it was good, but next week could be better. Um, no, that makes perfect sense. That, that's all I mean. I, I think that that's a part of the good sometimes getting in the way of the great because I think sometimes we celebrate good as if it's the greatest thing ever. And it's just really a stepping stone to get to where we need to be. And I, I think all of it is a stepping stone. And when you, when it's all said and done is when I feel like you just really sit back and just say, man, you know what I mean? Because like, time is the one thing that you don't get back. You can get back money. You can get back material things. You can get back your team if you lost it you can you can get back a lot of things but time you can't get back and why would I waste so much time it's just me personally like once again I could be wrong about this but why would I waste so much time celebrating when I should be building well if you broke <laughs> what are you celebrating you know oh, man uh, I, used to, I used to say that all the time I had uh friends that would just go out every weekend for no reason and I used to say the same thing, like, yo, what are we celebrating? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're literally five of us in one bed in a one-bedroom apartment, <laughs> and you want to go out every weekend and, and get drunk and be unproductive, you know, come, you know, Monday. You know, I, I just used to used to ask that question all the time. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, um, again, I back to my original statement, you should celebrate. When you have a good week or a good whatever, it's like, you know, as like your dog, you train your dog not to pee in the house and he doesn't pee in the house. You give him a treat. Right. So, yeah, but you should treat some, yourself. But at some point it becomes the standard and not necessarily an outlier. So if 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 you celebrate every time you have something good or something great, that means it has not your standards haven't changed. Right. To, to, to your point, Franz, I mean, at some point you don't treat the dog every single time he goes to the bathroom out, outside. It's like our it's so, like our bell. You know what I'm saying? Our bell, we ring it the first, the first time. time you made a sale. And that's like, boom, you made a sale. We're not ringing that thing off every single sale that goes off. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's sort of like that. We should. You think we, we should, should ring the bell every sale? No. You know why? It's tough to have phone calls. It's okay. It's okay. Make it uncomfortable. That ain't uncomfortable. That's, a, that's annoying. It's, good. Make it annoying. You're going to make me uncomfortable. Yeah. My <laughs> office is right by the good. bell. Good. Good. Then that, that way... You know, here's. I realize we're we're talking a little more about our our business or our industry um, today, but I think a lot of times people they're not accustomed to being in a position where every week you start over, which is essentially what we do, um, and they've not been in that position before. I talked to my brother-in-law. You know, they have like a 18 month sales cycle, so it's like. Well, there's really no indication of whether you're good or bad for like a year and a half. And I'm like, we can be good or bad in a seven-day time span. <laughs> um, and, and so I just – I think people sometimes, once again, they have the, the good, they celebrate, and by the time they really come back to reality, they're halfway through the next week, and that, now it's bad, right? Mm. Well, and that, I can tell you – what you got, Franz? I was going to say, um, sorry to cut you off, but it's kind of what I said to you earlier, which is the gift and the curse of our business. You right. Know, the gift is, you know, we get paid every week. The curse is we get paid every week. So our foot has to always be on a gas. So it's it's a matter of, yeah. it's a matter of finding your, your, I guess, your speed limit, right? 
Like, mm. you know, you want to stay in a race. You and, and I tell everybody, this is not a race, it's a marathon. All right, so you want to pace yourself, but you want to pace yourself somewhere on a top half of the race and find find your rhythm. Yeah, you yeah pace I, I, yourself at good and never be great. As that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, you got to consistently move the floor. Not right. Not you got to consistently move the floor. Like for instance, if I have my floor this week, and let's say my floor is X number of dollars, just for the sake of being even, let's just say four thousand. <laughs> let's just say one thousand, because people, you know, everybody's not good at math, so maybe that'll help <laughs> them. So one thousand. How many zeros in that? Uh, one. Okay, yeah. thanks. <laughs> one thousand. So no. So at the end of the day, let's just say one thousand. I have one thousand or whatever I want to do, right? Now, if I hit two thousand that week, don't say that my goal next week is fifteen hundred. My goal now is two. My floor now is two thousand. Or the what? The the thing that a lot of people would do is say, okay, well, I just double my goal. I can take next week off. Exactly. And my average is still a thousand. And my average mm-hmm. is still a thousand. It's still trying to get better on that. Or you reach your goal. In three days less time than you anticipated, and now all of a sudden you stop. That's that's good getting in the way of great to yeah. me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like definitely. You're like okay, I hit my goal. Oh, I said I'm gonna hit a thousand jump shots today. I was gonna spend three hours in the gym, and I did it in in an hour. You still got two hours to work on something. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you still got time. So now let's use that time to get better at something. And a lot of people, uh, although you're goal oriented. If you're able to hit your goals in less time or you, you, reach, you attain those, that means that maybe your goals are actually too low. You underestimate it yourself once again. Like, move your goals. Make it harder. If it ain't hard, it ain't worth it. Yeah. If it don't seem like you can't do it, if, 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 put it like this. If it seems unattainable, it's probably something you should go after. Like Seligen said this morning, if it's, if it's easy, it's sleazy, right? That's real. You know, I'll, I'll share with you all a story of when this – this really kind of bit me for the first time, and I, I I truly recognized it. It was maybe maybe my third year in in the company, I'd say, because um, Garrett was involved in this. So um, I had a couple supervising agents. Garrett was one of those doing a good job, and so for the first time in my career, I had a I had a pretty good team humming as an agency director. And Brady and I had gotten married, or no, 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 we were about to get married. And so we're trying to figure out where we're going to live. And so I'm, I'm running out in the afternoons and meeting real estate agents, and we're looking at houses and looking at property and trying to decide if we're going to build. And so for the first time really in my career, I had some distractions now. Um, but it was okay because I, I had a team that was humming. It wasn't that I, wasn't, that I was out of the picture, but I, just kinda, I basically just set the cruise control. Because I was like, I got all, and, and then, you know, we found a lot, and then we started building a house, and that, that's time-consuming. And so, w- once again, it's not that I stopped working, but I was content with where the team was. And then what I didn't, what I didn't see coming was the promotions and how mm. Blake was going to get promoted, Garrett was going to get promoted. And that would have been no problem had I kept developing people at the rate that I was developing those guys. But I just set the cruise because those guys were getting the job done. And then when those guys got promoted out from underneath me, buddy, it was like starting over again. And, and it was like I couldn't see it till it happened. Um, and, so then I, and so from then on, 
there's been this this almost like fear in me of I don't care how good it gets I, we I can't stop that because it's the fear of like well what if it unravels or so all right what if yeah what what if what if my best guy gets promoted out of the deal or or whatever the case is like I constantly have to be working on where that replacement of that person is potentially coming from and keep developing because it bit me that time. Um, I think it was a pretty valuable lesson for me to learn early on. But I look back, and, and I, that may even be – that potentially could have been a year when I finished top ten. I'd have to look and see. So, like, by all accord, it was a, it was a good year. Was it 2017? It, it, um, no. No, that was just for the month. It would have been one of those. Um, but um, we got at trophies. Big trophies. Yeah, he got trophies <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> trophies. Somebody cue Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but what? It, okay, so obviously there was some external factors there. Um, but it just look at w- how great could that year had been. But but I was just pretty content with where it was and it, with it being good. So, but is that necessarily a bad thing? I'm just playing devil's advocate here because some people will be like, you know what? This is the best I've ever had it. Yeah, and I'm going to live in the moment. Mm-hmm. But the the title of the episode, or what we're talking about here, is does good prevent great? And in that situation, it did for me for that particular time. That's real. But like we always say, you know, you need the good and you need the great. Yeah. Right? You we need say, the, the 80-20. We say that all the time? Yeah. Well, I, the, never, I didn't the eight, the I guess he says that in or, his head, or, or I guess. The, or the, what do you call it? The 10? We got voices in the 10? The 10-80-10. The 10-80-10? Yeah. But yeah, that's good. All right. Well, y'all don't let your good get in the way of great. Have a good week. If you got 1% of value from this podcast, do us a favor. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Tell your friend. Tell your coworker. Until we meet again. Lead one.